everybody. Welcome to the Write or Die show. I am your host, Randy Lee Boslaw. On today's episode, I'm going to be talking to Jay Suknaden, and I really hope that I said your name right, and we have such a great conversation and episode for you coming up right now. Welcome, Jay. So excited to have you. Oh, thank you, Randy Lee. I'm very grateful to be here. Well, start by telling us a little bit about yourself. Okay, do you want short version or long version? The short version. Okay, cool. Um, I was born in Bensonhurst, Brooklyn. My family's from Trinidad. I went through my rough patches in my teenage years. I was an A student when I was younger, really good. Um, I was raised with respect and manners, and I was always very outgoing and charismatic, so it was cool. And went through that transition in high school when I went through my downfalls, woke up, went to college, studied chemical technology and biochemistry. And the only reason I even took chemistry as my major was because someone told me challenge myself. And it was, yeah, and it was the only regions I failed, right? Uh, So that's why I took it as my major in college. And I realized I could still have my childhood dream of becoming a doctor. Oh. Yeah, so I was super grateful when uh, they challenged me to challenge myself. And no matter all the nonsense I did in my childhood, once you keep your shoulders back and your head high, you can have whatever you want out of life. Love it. Thank you. So I went down that path and studied biochemistry, uh, connected with monks, started teaching meditation and working, meditating myself more and more. My friend, he had become a life coach. He said, hey, Jay, can I try this on you? I said, okay. He said, what's your purpose? In-? Yeah, he said, "He said, what's your purpose in life? I answered it, but I kept it moving. Became an EMT since I wanted to be a doctor. I did that for four years, and I saw I didn't want to do what doctors had to do. Yeah. I love the doctors themselves, but the system itself is not always set up for the best for the people. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so I got into nutritional therapy, personal training, public speaking, and I was transitioning. I said, if I'm not going to be a doctor, why am I an EMT? So I was trying to learn how to make money, and so I, I went into real estate. Okay. And the reason I did that is because my purpose that I had written down when my friend asked me was to help join the world and work to end suffering, making sure everyone has food, water, shelter, clothing further that to holistic health care and education. I then realized, you know, charity starts at home as well. So I had to help my family and also enjoy my life, right? Because I wasn't enjoying my life as much as I could. Mm-hmm. And also I want to inspire the young and those who have given up on themselves. Oh, that is awesome. And, and yeah, you're that... to be a dad. Yeah. And I did you not mention that part? Oh, yeah. Well, I, I didn't finish. I, I actually wrote, uh, I, I'm, also releasing my second book this year my first book did well it got me in schools I speak in schools on health and wellness with me and my wife she's actually a health coach as well oh cool and, and I'm an integrative wellness and life coach so we we team up on both our businesses we have another business also where we help people retire young so it's three businesses then two businesses okay I miss Kim I was thinking something else I stopped real estate. I didn't do real estate. Oh, okay, okay. That's what I was I was counting in there too. Yeah, no, I don't do real estate. I, I didn't I didn't want to spread myself thin. And I wanted to do 
I want to do whatever I did. I want to do it at least decent, if not great, you know? Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, when did you come? I was going to say here, but you're not really here because you're not in Canada with me. When did you move from Trinidad? Actually, I was born in Brooklyn. and oh. But when I was born, my parents split up. So we ended up going back to Trinidad. I was two weeks old. I came back up here at four and a half. I used to visit every summer. Oh, okay. That's kind of neat. Thank you. Um, the weather is probably better there than it is here. Oh, all the time. Yeah, it's a, a <laughs> lot more love too. Just, and think about it. The, the weather itself, you need the sunlight. There's more depression and these kind of areas. So just there's a lot more love. They know how to work hard, but yet still make time for family and enjoy their life. Over here, sometimes it's just work, 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 work. Mm -hmm, exactly. So speaking of depression and mental health and that stuff, perfect segue. What have you experienced in your life? Okay, so in my book, uh, I kind of explain that we all face it in our own ways. Um, anxiety and depression, what is anxiety? Anxiety is just really a hesitation to, from doing something. So everyone experiences, because everyone hesitates at one point in their life. But if you don't follow through, that's when you get stuck in your comfort zone. And you end up backing up yourself into a hole. And in that hole of darkness, it's not, it's not a good place to be. They say it's your comfort zone, but it's not comfortable to be in your comfort zone. You hate it. And so anxiety, when you let it keep happening and repeatedly and repeatedly, it adds up to depression. So when I was transitioning from an employee to entrepreneur, it was a little challenging because when I was four and a half, I learned not to ask for anything. I didn't want to be a burden on anybody. So when I was calling people from real estate, I felt like I was asking for something, mm -hmm. but I didn't realize I was there to serve them. I was going to be a gift to them. They should be happy to work with me. And I was going to bless them the same way we were going to have a, a relationship. Beautiful. Yeah, it was going to be symbiotic, right? We were going to work together, but I didn't understand that. Okay. And so then when I was making the phone calls, I had good experiences, but then I stopped doing the work because it was awkward for me, right? Yep. And I'm the kind of guy, if I don't do the work I need to do, I beat myself up. Mm. So I stopped meditating. I stopped listening to motivation. I stopped working out for two weeks, only for two weeks. Okay. That's not so bad. And I, but I started trying to numb my mind. I worked at night as an EMT. And I would come home in the daytime and I would make the house dark too. So I was in darkness most of the time. Oh. And I, I tried to numb my mind with Facebook, Instagram, you know, uh, Tinder, pornography, all those things, right? Yeah. And just two weeks. And his voice came into my head. And I said, hey, Jay, if life is so bad, why don't you just jump out the window? I'm like, what? I never thought I would think these thoughts. You know, I have a decent life. And I said, yeah. hey, Jay, if life is so bad, open the window and jump out. And yeah. I got up and I shook it off. And I, I knew I had my tools already. I knew how to take care of myself. So I started meditating, working out, doing the things I needed to do. And three weeks later, I closed my first deal in real estate and I bought my first car. And nice. Yeah. nice. So how did you learn those tools? Because you said, oh, I, I already knew them. How did you learn them? Where did they come from? Uh, so. I had worked with the monks when I was uh, in college studying chemical technology. This lady gave me a book 
this lady named Sherry. I wish I could connect with her. I don't know where she is. But um, she gave me a book by Dr. Wayne Dyer called Getting in the Gap. And I started meditating since. And then I had connected with the monks. I was working with the monks. She was teaching me certain things. So I learned chanting. I had studied nutritional therapy and personal training. So I understood that was important as well. And just trying to build myself up and, you know, take off my excess weight and things. I knew a lot of tools. So just through going through my journey of life, I found a lot of tools that would clear my mind because I used to smoke and drink, oh, right? Okay. So that used to numb my mind. But then I learned how to do it a healthier way where I would actually not have any like bad repercussions after, right? Yeah. So I had to go through that transition. And I think that's a really important point for people to realize is that there are positive or productive means of handling and then there are those negative ways of handling and you made you know that negative pile drinking smoking pornography right you listed off a few and then the positive ones of course you've listed the meditation exercise nutrition sun <laughs> i wish the sun would come out today um it was out yesterday it's cloudy uh, today here as well yeah yeah it's cloudy um so it's really important to make that distinction is what i'm doing a positive way of coping or a negative way of coping because the negative way of coping makes you feel good in that moment but does that feeling really last exactly and it's like people are avoiding it they're not facing it when you do the negative ones it's because you're avoiding it and you don't want to face reality when you do the other ones it's because you're trying to get through your thoughts you're trying to heal yourself heal your past work through whatever you have to work through to be a stronger version of yourself the other way you're kind of wimping out you know you're stronger than you think yeah I so I have a few of these signs my husband actually got them for me because he knows I love these inspirational things um and every time I'm about to do an interview I look through my pile of them and I pick one and it's funny because I don't know who I'm in, like, I know who you are ahead of time. I have a little idea, a little sense of it, but I have no idea where our conversation is going to lead. Are, these conversations are totally developed naturally. And whenever I pick one, it seems to always match up with the conversation. And nice. I don't know if it's because subliminally we'll, we're seeing it. So we're going that way or it just was meant to be. But either way, you know, it's, it's there and uh, it's true. <laughs> For sure. It is. I love it. I, I love quotes like that. And we have quotes all over the house. You know, that one says, be fearless, be fearless in the pursuit of what sets your soul on fire. We have dream boards all around our house. We love quotes. So I agree with yeah. you. Oh, yeah. Me too. I've got them around and affirmations around. It's it's fantastic. And it's so important to see it all the time. It's that reminder to yourself that you are stronger than you think. Or I have a couple upstairs that say, I am beautiful. That's in the bathroom mirror, right? Because you're looking at yourself in the mirror. Um, and then I have another one that says, I am smart in the living room. That's usually where we do homework. <laughs> so whenever, you know, my kid starts complaining, oh, I don't get this. This is too hard. I'm stupid. I'm just like, um, this is why that is there because I am smart. And then you repeat it to yourself over and over. Nice. Um, Love it. Yeah. So have you, um, when you were going through all this stuff, this 
staying in the darkness all the time, that two weeks of really, really bad um, time. Did you talk to somebody? Did you reach out? Did you try to hide it? Like what, what was going on to the outside world looking in? Well, I'd had some good experiences previously. You know, it was that transition that was uh, difficult. You know, I actually for two years, so I had a four year serious relationship when I was younger and then the two years of a lot of fun with women and we try to build back my ego, but ultimately it builds even uh, more insecurities and stuff like that. And I was hurting people, not intentionally, and they didn't really feel that hurt, but I knew eventually that's what it would lead to. Mm-hmm. And I just... I transitioned. So when I was transitioning, that's when I went into my dark spot. When I let go of the bad things and trying to go to the good side and do what I had to do, it was um, it was a challenge. And I think my brother said, "What are you? You going through a midlife crisis?" And <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, no. But then he was he kind of woke me up, and I was like, oh okay, maybe I maybe I need to check myself. You know, like what's up with you, bro? Well, because change is hard, right? I like the it way that you, like the way that you said that though with transition instead of change. Because transition to me, and this is, you know, not a I'm not a dictionary, I'm not a walking dictionary, even though my kid thinks I am, but I'm not. Um, transition to me means you're trying to make something better for yourself, right? Whereas change um, can be, it's part of transition because things are changing, but change could be seen as more negative. Um, Just in my experience, when people have talked about, oh, this is changing and my job is changing and I hate it. Like I have experienced a lot of people saying change with negative experiences. So I really like your word transition just because transition to me is a more positive I mean, it's not a big deal. It's just my life experience showing it that way. Nice. I think that's what they should call even jails and um, we, jails and shelters. They should call them transitions, you know, and they should help people transition to where they want to go. But yeah, I agree. Yeah. And I don't know um, what you have around, but we do have some places that are called transitional homes and they really? are. Yes. Yeah. And oh, they are. That's funny. You know, hard on their luck or, or whatever the circumstances are, trying to make that transition from that harder time to a better life. So we are slowly getting that term out there, like you had said. That's maybe, amazing. I love it. Yeah, maybe yeah. your community needs to adopt that term. <laughs> For sure. And change, it could be harsh, it could be cold, but I feel the way I really look at everything now is just counting your blessings. The more you count your blessings, the more blessings you have to count and just focus on all the good. So that allows your life to kind of change in its own rights because Mm -hmm. you're looking at the good and whatever you focus on is going to expand, they say. So I'm very grateful to just be able to look at the good and know that's a tool because like you said, your daughter said, um, whatever, um, so whatever, and stupid, you mentioned and it's looking about the good. So I, also in the book, I talk about positive affirmation. So I agree with you. I'm very grateful that you do that for your family. But yeah. as I focus more on what I, I have, it grows in abundance because I'm not looking at lack. So it allows my mind to change 
and grow in its own right. So it, like you said, it could be a negative thing because it's so harsh you cut off change, but yeah. it could be like such a powerful thing if you allow yourself to embrace it. Exactly. It's like the caterpillar turning into the butterfly, right? It's changing, but I, I don't know. I think I'm going to adopt that word transition and just- I do of, like it. Yeah. yeah, I do. I like it. Um, there was something there you mentioned, and then I got off track with my butterfly analogy. Oh, the affirmations. I have talked about those with a few people on the show because I am a huge proponent of them. I love them. Like I said, I have them up on my walls, but also that gratitude, the focusing on the positive and you said it perfectly. What you focus on is what you bring. So I'm going to give a real life example. I'm not going to say the person's name just in case she watches the show. Um, but somebody I know constantly complains and always focusing on the negative, the negative, the negative. So they're always expecting that negative thing to happen. And then when the negative thing does happen, oh, I knew that was going to happen. I knew my car was going to break down. I knew that whatever was going to break or I wasn't going to get the promotion. I knew that. Well, you only knew that because you're only focusing on the negative. You're not focusing on the positive. You're not focusing on the fact that, okay, maybe your car broke down because it was going to break down one way or the other. It wasn't, didn't break down because it's you. It broke down because it was broken. Um, focus on the fact that you have the ability to get it fixed. Focus on the fact that you have a job. Maybe you didn't get the promotion, but you still have a job. Or the positives of being able to see certain people in your life or talking to people on the phone. Try not to give away, you know, who it is. So I don't want to say too, too distinctive positives. But uh, those are the things that can make a difference when you're always focusing on the negative. Not only are you going to always see the negative in your life, you're going to miss out on the positives. But people aren't going to want to be around you. No, not at all. Not at all. Uh, and just you mentioned as a lady, I, I was also wrote in a book that women actually face depression more than men just due to the fact that they have, you know, they go through pregnancy, menopause, they have a lot of things that they actually face different. And so, yeah, they have to learn how to, they get into those cycles more because sometimes you can't work out and things when you're going through those cycles. And so they, they may need like, that's why I love the woman empowerment and when people get together and they just, women do need that strength. And, um, they make, the, to me, if it wasn't for my wife, I wouldn't be where I am. You know, if it wasn't for my mom, I wouldn't be where I am. So women also, like if Beyonce says, they run the world. They That's run right. their world in their own way, you know, and I, yeah. I appreciate women for that. Yeah. But yeah, she she may be facing her own challenges and I hope she does uh, get to break that cycle. Yeah, that's a great point. And the hormonal changes that go along with that are... In and of itself, a disaster. I was just reading my book again because I just revamped it. And that's oh. when I, I saw that fact. And I was like, oh, wow, that's why. Because my wife is pregnant. So I was like, yes. oh, this is why she's going through the things she's going through. It's because it's inevitable, right? Like they got that hormonal changes. And, you know, hopefully, you know, I could keep a positive as possible and not bust the chaps too much. Yeah, exactly. When she has those cravings, just go get it. <laughs> Yeah, I remember when I was pregnant and the hormonal changes and then just the the looking at your body going, this isn't my body. Like, this is not the way I look. 
is just a whole other issue that some, not every woman, but that was a big issue for me. It was that I'm fat now. And I would say that and people go, you're not fat, you're pregnant. I'm like, no, I'm fat. <laughs> but it's not true. I was pregnant. Um, but that's that mental challenge. I look in the mirror and I don't see me. I see somebody else there. So that can be another struggle that, you know, if you hold that in, it's not going to help. You got to let it go and change the way that you think about it. Right. Like I said, I kept saying fat, but really I was pregnant. I needed to remember that I needed to change the perspective way I was looking at it. Yeah. And they say as a couple you're pregnant. So then I adapted a mentality that I was pregnant and I actually had developed a food baby inside of me. <laughs> so I gained like 25 pounds myself. Uh-oh. I started working them back off. I took a run this morning in yoga and oh, I've been cool. just having more fun with my workouts. Uh, I was being too stringent with it. So I started doing things I like and just having fun again. That's another really good point. There's so many different ways to work out. Got to find what's going to be fun because if you're just forcing yourself to work out and you actually hate it it's not gonna help any you need to find something that you look forward to doing for sure I agree so what would you tell somebody who's listening right now and they're going through let's let's go with a transitional time in their life and it's being really difficult for them they're going through a transitional time in their life uh I would say Focus on the bigger picture, you know, focus on where you're headed, believe in yourself, know that you can have whatever you want. Take some time, figure out in this moment, what are you here for? You know, what's your purpose? And the, the reason I say that is because we're all one, right? I wouldn't be here if you didn't have this show, right? You know, and you wouldn't have a show if you didn't have guests on it, right? So we all work together. You wouldn't even have those signs up if it wasn't for your husband. You wouldn't have a home with somebody that didn't build it. So we're all one. So you got to realize we're very abundant when you're finding your purpose. And there's nothing stopping you from manifesting what you want. You just have to be willing to ask for it. So I've been working on saying ask properly. Um, <laughs> I say it wrong. And so that's what I would say, you know, take your time, figure out what you want in life, look at the bigger picture and don't dwell on the little things. Everything will change through time. You know, focus on the good in your life. Be grateful for everything you have. Don't think you need some grandiose purpose, but you do need direction and you do need to move forward. And if you don't know what your direction is, you get stuck in indecision and that builds lack of confidence, lack of belief, and that destroys you mentally. Um, so I do believe people need direction. Uh, it can be so simple just to be, which is not really that simple, but to be the best mom, uh, best provider in the family, whatever it is. And you just grow yourself to be that best version of you. And that's all we're really going towards is the best version of ourselves. And that eradicates other stuff, but have grace with yourself. Don't beat yourself up. Don't call yourself names. Yeah. You're beautiful. You're worth it. You matter. You're whole. No, don't let anyone tell you you're broken. You're whole. You're creative and you're resourceful. You could do whatever you put your mind to. Take your time and gradually grow yourself. Set little goals and grow them as time goes on. And that's the biggest thing I could say. You know, find routines that would work for you to keep your energy level right. 
you want to be happy, you want to make sure you're joyful, you want to take care of yourself, make sure you put yourself as a priority, right? You are your number one priority. If you die tomorrow, a John Maxwell, he says, if you die and half an hour later, they're going to ask, you know, hey, can you pass the potatoes, right? So just work on you. You only have one life. Forget other things at a certain point in time. Make sure you take care of you and then just keep going. Because the more you take care of yourself and you fill up your cup and you love yourself, you're able to love others. So I encourage you just to keep going and believe in yourself and know that you can do great, great things. I love it. I almost feel like you're talking directly to me right now. And yeah. in a way, in a sense you are, but really you're talking to the audience at large. But that message just resonates so much with me right now because, I mean, the show is still a baby as much as, you know, I've just released, I think, the 14th episode today. It's only been around for a little over a month. So it's still in that transitional, I know that word, transitional period of my life with creating this new entity because I have found my purpose, like you were saying, of trying to bring awareness to, to mental health. So, yeah, what you're saying there, whew. You're talking right to my soul. Thank you. I'm happy, Randy Lee. I appreciate that. And where can people find your books? Where can they find my books? They could just Google me and type J Sukhnanen. And Sukhnanen is S-O-O-K-N-A-N-A-N. And they could just Google it and they'll find it on Amazon. It's in Barnes and Nobles as well online. And um, yeah, it's it's super easy to find me as well. You can look me up on Facebook, Instagram, and reach out as well. That was going to be my next question. Um, perfect. And all of those links will be down in the description below. So you can very easily click and follow, click and purchase, whatever. Just click it. Um, and you said that your next book is being released when? Did you have a date or? Uh, I'm doing a. I've, I've been doing a lot of proofreads on the book because my first book, I barely did any and I found like 25 hours and I didn't like the cover, but. <laughs> I think that's the way it goes, right? The first one is like a test run. <laughs> it got me in school zone. It got me paid, you know? Yeah, so it was bad, yeah. right? But you learn from it. Yeah, but it definitely, definitely. Yeah, but it was still a blessing in its own rights, but I just saw I could do better. And so I actually made the book cheaper, this book that I, I mentioned in the book we, I wrote, yeah. the first one. But the second one, yeah, I didn't release it yet. It's still uh, in the process. I'm doing my last proofread. I have like 25 pages left. Me and my wife are reading it together. So we have a perspective and she can kind of see what I want to do in life. Because I talk about how we can create world peace. And I talk about my story as well. And I actually, we read every day, but we never read out loud. So we read this book out loud to proofread yeah. it, and it was the first book my son heard, right? Oh, yeah. That's kind of cool. It is pretty cool. I thought that was cool. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. So we will just have to have you back on the show when it gets closer to being released so that we can talk a little bit more, because there's always more that we can talk about with mental health. Sure. Um, but... Our time is up for today's episode anyways. So thank you so very much for being on the show. And thank you so much for your time and the opportunity to be here and spreading mental awareness. I think it's very important. Mental health is crucial. 
and it's what impacts every day of our life and what could transition the world to be the the change the world peace starts with us and it starts with our own mental health that is so true i told you it was a good episode right i think so and you know obviously i'm right <laughs> jay had some great insights and it really is about looking at the positive in life if we're going to just focus on the negative in life then that's all you're ever going to see is the negative we got to focus on the positives got to focus on transitions not changes i don't know to me it just speaks a little bit differently it might not mean anything different to you but that's what makes us awesome people is that everybody has a different way of looking at things and that makes us beautiful wonderful stronger than you think people so be sure of course to give jay a follow his links are down below in the description and if you don't follow him how will you know when his new book comes out and it's pretty cool he was telling me more about it afterwards and that conversation will be posted to the Patreon page for everybody to have that behind the scenes. If you're a part of our patrons, you get that little extra snippet, which is always lots of fun to see. And he talks about that new book and it sounds really, really good. We're actually talking about um, title choices and he's got some really cool title choices that I like. So be sure that um, to check that out if you are part of the patrons. As well, make sure that you hit that like and subscribe button here at the channel, share this video out, because the only way that we can end the stigma of mental health is to speak openly and honestly. Remember that we do have a merch store as well in 10 proceeds, 10 percent, there we go, I can talk, 10 percent of the proceeds will go back to the Canadian Mental Health Association. Bye!